0: Hello, everyone. Love Talk Radio.
1: everyone, and thank you for joining us on Blog Talk Radio today. I'm Ellen Scobie, and I'll be co-host of today's show. We have some very exciting plans for the show today, but first I'd like to introduce Catherine May, Dr. Catherine May. She's been a clinical psychologist in New York for over 30 years. She's a renowned workshop leader, and you can find her blog on whoneedslight.org, where she channels messages from God and spirit on a daily basis. Uh, you can. Uh, it's also the, the name of her book. Who needs light? So, um, with that, I would like to w- welcome Dr. Catherine. Hello, Dr. Catherine.
0: Hi, Ellen. Thank you.
1: You're welcome. Um,
0: Ellen will be answering calls. We're just getting used to this system of, you know, using the panel and and having people call in and and uh, controlling who's on the line and what particular time. So bear with us while we get used to our system here. Um, so I'll be I'll be telling you a little about, uh, about what we're going to do today. Um, Ellen has told you about the blog and the book, and we're going to be opening the lines today for questions. So if you want to get in line to ask your question, I'll give you the number now for call-ins, it is 760-683-2637. That's 760-683-2637. So we have a very special um, program today. A few changes in, uh, some of you may have been here last week. We have a few changes because of questions that people ask we've adapted the show a bit. Um if any of you have read the blogs, you know that there have been several messages about what God, Mother Father God call the true way, which is an alternative to traditional religion, their lessons in living a good life, and we'll be talking about that. So you're welcome to call in and ask questions, Um, and today we've changed it a bit to have St. Germain as our special guest, because many people seem to want answers to personal type questions, and of course those are not appropriate for God to answer. Um, The way it was explained to me is that although psychics sometimes will give you information about your future life. What they're really doing is looking at your energy timelines going off into the future and really making guesses based on probabilities. So, of course, that might be fine for your you know, local psychic, but God is not going to tell you Something like, um, I see in your future that you're going to break your leg, because then you will be looking to break your leg. So this is the way it was explained to me. They, neither God nor Saint Germain will give you very personal predictions about your future, because it would not be appropriate. So Saint Germain, some of you, as some of you may know, um. Was a very famous person in um, 18th century history. He had quite a lot of influence in the courts, uh, especially during the time that there were revolutions fomenting across Europe. He is an expert in the social, political, and financial issues. And if you would like to learn more about him, I'm not going to give a really extensive introduction. But, if you'd like to learn more about him, there's lots of there are lots of resources on the internet to tell you more about Saint Germain and the very remarkable life lives that he has lived and mysterious as well. So here's the way it'll work. I'm going to do um a channeling from Saint Germain and possibly Um, Mother, Father, God will want to make a comment today. Um, I haven't been told exactly what it will be about, but their messages are always very timely and uh, appropriate to the people who are listening and to the kinds of questions that have been sent to me over the week. So we have some email questions to be answered, and we will have the Lines open for those of you who want to call in. So here's the call-in number again, 760-683-2637. Okay, I have been asked to read you a poem. This is a poem that comes from the book, Who Needs Light? I had some coaching on on the writing of this poem from the from Mother Father God. Um and there are sections in my book that talk about some of the problems with traditional religion. So here it is. It's called God's Messenger Messenger. And you may notice um a rather sardonic view here. <laughs> okay, God's Messenger. I am God's messenger and here among you to save you and show the true way. And how do I know this, you ask, unbeliever? He speaks to me every day. I know it. I feel it. He gave me the secret. God saved me. He chose me. He knows me. He loves me. He told me to say this to save thee. I am the shepherd who knows how to save fornicators and fools, So give up your soul and your mind and your thinking. Be one of our own precious jewels. You never were happy. You have no worth. Be meek. Be weak. You'll inherit the earth. Turn over your wealth and your worldly possessions. We'll spare you the sin and the wages. Now put down that textbook. That newspaper's godless. The devil himself wrote those pages. We'll turn back these laws and roll back the clock. It was better when girls knew their places. The infidels hate us. They try to destroy us. We'll fight for Allah and his virgins. Just blow up this bomb. Be a hero, a martyr, forgiven for all of your sins. We offer you friendship, eternal salvation, the peace and goodwill you've been after. So throw down the gauntlet and take up your weapons. We'll slaughter and maim for our savior. Christians, your past sins will all be forgiven. God blesses the ones who thrive. Abundance will come to the righteous check writers, the party all-nighters, as long as you know how to tithe. As long as you come back and pray once again, do it loudly and often with feeling. So come with me, follow me, spread the true message. I'll put in a word for you, brother, for I am God's messenger. I know his way, and trust me, he'll do as I say. (laughs) Well, that's a little bit of a contrast to what we're doing here today. (laughs) I am not God's messenger, except that I'm the scribe for the messages that God sends to us. So we're going to have a little um, a little time with Saint Germain, who also is um, a bit of a radical. I think you'll notice. <laughs> so he's going to talk to us shortly, and as um, after he does a, an introductory talk with with all of us, then I'm going to play a little music interlude and then we will go to questions. So I don't know what he plans to talk about. So as I um, prepare, you will hear a a moment or a few moments of silence while St. Germain comes through. And then I will just get out of the way and let him speak. So I don't know what's going to happen or who's going to talk. Sometimes they play tricks on me. But we'll find out. So I'm I'm going to move away now and allow space for our dear Saint Germain to come and speak to us. Yes, indeed, folks. Here I am, and I have things to tell you today that might make your hair stand on end. As Catherine said, I have been a radical in my day. Of course, when I was hobnobbing with kings and queens, I put on a pretty good show so that they would be comfortable with me. I learned to wear diamonds and drive around in coaches. That wasn't a problem for me. And they welcomed me and respected me because they thought I was wealthy and well educated which I was so it was a lot of fun along with trying to work behind the scenes because I really represented freedom and democracy and concerns for the people i did want to help make a transition from the monarchy to a hopefully a peaceful democracy, but it didn't look like that was going to happen in Europe during the time that I was there. In the 18th century, as you probably know, there was great foment across Europe. And I traveled from England to France, sometimes trying to keep peace, sometimes trying to encourage the monarchs, To back off or step down or be aware that their people were ready to get rid of them and that they had better change their ways or escape one or the other. Mostly, they preferred not to acknowledge that what I said was true, but some heard me. And some even made small changes in the way they dealt with their people but eventually it required revolution to establish democracy. And your country, the United States of America, has been a a special concern for me. It's very dear to my heart, as you might know. I was there with the Founding Fathers. I helped them to draw up your Constitution. And I'm very proud to have been a part of this wonderful experiment in democracy. It hasn't entirely gone according to plan, but you still have quite a lot of freedom here. And now that we have passed through the time of ascension and the consciousness on the planet is rising, things are looking good. They're looking up for the first time in quite a while. So let me tell you about what kinds of questions I'm going to be happy to answer. I've had lots of experience with politics, social issues, and religion. And Mother Father God have asked me to speak with you in a very detailed way about how these things are evolving in your country especially and across the globe so that you can ask questions, more detailed questions, about what's going on in your country and what's going on in your lives. As Catherine said earlier, we don't predict the future except in very general terms. We can see what's happening on the planet. We can see what's happening in your country. But we we will not predict what you're going to do in your individual lives. But of course you're all affected deeply by what's going on around you, by what's happening in your families and your communities and your country. And we want you to know, we want you to have a bigger view, a wider view, And the one you can hear on the radio, the uh, mainstream media and television, forget it. You don't get any real news. It's stuff about wardrobe malfunctions for stars and propaganda mostly. So what we have to tell you is the view from the mountaintop, you might say. We have a bird's-eye view of what's happening, and also, I do spend time in the White House. I have been a consultant to many of the presidents, the more enlightened ones, and I will continue to do so. Your current president, Mr. Obama, He's very evolved spiritually. He's a person of great integrity. Of course, it's a shame he's so maligned, but he's a pretty cool cucumber, so it doesn't really ruffle his feathers, as you may have noticed. So now, I'm going to ask Catherine to open the the telephone lines so that callers can ask questions and so that I can speak with you personally. We'll have a little music. This is a song Catherine Tells Me by Jonathan Goldenthal. So we'll play a little music for you and then I'll be back to answer your questions. this is Catherine. We're back. Um, We have some email questions that are very interesting that have come through. So I'm going to announce the question. We have one from Alicia in Colorado who has asked about what's going on in the world. A lot of people are suffering financial hardship at this time it's difficult for a lot of us and she'd like to be to ask what saint germain can tell us about how this financial picture will unfold and how it's likely to affect us as a culture and as individuals um what's going on all right let's ask saint germain He's eager to answer your question, I can tell. He's nudging me here. So I'll get out of the way and let St. Germain answer. Yes, Alicia. That's a very important question. And as you might have heard, I have my finger on the financial developments in the world and especially in your country. I'm not going to go into great details at this moment about what I plan to do, but I can give you some, a heads up, let's say. I like your slang. (laughs) So I'll be working as the year unfolds. I'll be working with some of the financial leaders. I'm not the only one. But I will tell you that there's a lot going on behind the scenes that has not made the news and that you may not know anything about. Catherine has discussed in her book a great, quite a lot about the um, movers and shakers who have taken over power in your financial economic systems. It's far more profound and runs far more deep than you might know. Some people would call it a conspiracy theory, but I'm here to tell you it is not a theory. There are indeed conspiracies that have been going on for hundreds of years, and they've been very effective to the point where your financial system has evolved and the financial system on the planet has evolved to the point where 85% of the world's wealth is controlled by about three financial entities who are interlinked and interwoven in very intimate ways, like... Uh, board members serving on each other's boards, stockholders of one company, being on the board of another, um presidents of one financial company, owning huge amounts of stock in other financial companies. And when you look at the interconnectedness in all those institutions, there is no bank that is separate from any other bank. It has come to the point in recent years where there's no need for uh, a monopoly of the kind that that used to be necessary, where people would be doing price-fixing everywhere. They don't even have to consult with each other anymore because it's understood that there will be price-fixing at every level. And this is why it's possible for banks to make policies where they will raise their um, interest rate to 30% if your payment is a day late, that kind of thing. And they will all agree to do the same. So there indeed has been a conspiracy in the financial world, and it has had a ripple effect through everyone's life. You may not understand clearly how this affects you but one of the things that it has done is first of all people everyone was encouraged to buy a house and you know about the crash that happened uh, in 2008 and nine, where people who really could not afford it were encouraged to buy houses to spend huge amounts of money to take out Enormous amounts of credit, as everyone in in your country has done. Who do you think benefits from that? You? People who are strapped with bills that they can't pay because the interest rate has gone sky high? The banks, my friends. This is not an accident. This was not a surprise. It was planned. And you saw the outcome. Banks received millions, sometimes billions of dollars from taxpayers. And you wonder why you're struggling? Your money is being siphoned off periodically, religiously, predictably, in every direction, from every bill that you pay, every product you buy, and every tax that you pay. A percentage of it goes to the 13 families that are running the power structure. They're not all Americans. Some of them are. But now that I've described the the system to you, I can tell you that this is going to change. And when it does, you will be amazed at what an impact it will have because there is a, a way in which they have managed to be paid for almost every transaction that occurs on the planet. I won't go into every detail, but practically every purchase you make, a percentage of it goes to the 13 families one way or another. So people who are experiencing financial hardship, it's because of that. It's also because you've noticed the union busting that's happening. Well, when unions were powerful enough to force corporations to raise their wages, it raised, it helped to raise the minimum wage. Now that Unions are being discredited. Corporations feel free to squeeze their workers for more work and less pay. It has lowered wages, and it not only lowers the wages for the people who work in the auto plant, but it also lowers your wage, whatever you do. If you're a massage therapist, your clients can't afford what they used to, and your wages go down. So it's true for everyone, and this is why people are suffering. Now, we do have an answer to this, but in order for us to make the transition to a fairer, more equal opportunity system, there will have to be a massive transition. I have worked very closely with Mother, Father, God, and other Masters and enlightened beings to help to understand a system that will allow the planet to make this transition to a new way of life that will allow people more breathing room, more freedom, better food, better transportation. Better. I mean, look at the car industry. You have to buy cars that get 40 miles to a gallon when there have been cars for a hundred years that could travel on water. You will be permitted to have these things. Free energy, free transportation. Think how much your life would change if your energy bills disappeared. All of them. Those things are on the way. We're working behind the scenes to see that at last these things will be realized. We call the people who stand in the way of this progress the dark cats. They are children of God who have gone astray. We do not condemn them, and we encourage you to learn forgiveness, even as revelations come out every day about the abuse that has been occurring. There will be arrests. There will be trials. There will be scandals. And there will be revelations of the type that you will be astonished by. But all will lead to the outcome where you, the people, will have more power, will have more leeway, more breathing room. Now, some of these changes will take generations. It's true. You may not feel the effects this week, but there are some things that you will feel the effects of this week, this year. This year is the beginning of the new golden era. And you will find that there will be a higher level of discourse, greater freedom, and dignity for everyone on the planet. I have a plan, which I will talk to you more about as the weeks go by. I will be visiting here And talking with you, I'll give you the name. We have called it Nasara. It is a plan that I put in place some 150 years ago, during my lifetimes on planet Earth. There is a trust fund. This is a magnificent trust fund with... Enormous amounts of money in it, and it will be of great help to you. You will begin to feel the effects as we start to distribute some of these funds. First, we're going to start with nonprofits, the ones that have proven themselves to be very effective and helpful. They will begin being funded so that they can do their work freely. They will bring the arts, they will bring work, they will bring training, the things that the best, and housing, the things that the best nonprofits do, they will be busy doing. And that's the introduction that you will feel and that will have an impact on your life as well. So thank you, Alicia, for your question. And now I will turn this over to Catherine so that she can talk with Ellen and see who's on the line or who has another question. You'll hear a moment of music, and I'll be back with you. All right, this is Catherine again. I have a very interesting question here from Robert. I believe this one came in on email. He's not on the line anymore. Um, Robert from Portland, Maine, has asked, has mentioned that um, he feels as if things are changing in the political arena. People are hitting heads. And, you know the congressional questions, and and there seems to be great chaos and uh, strange things happening in our in our government. So Robert would like to know from Saint Germain if something is changing dr- dramatically in the political arena, and if so, what is it, and can he give us a some kind of information about what's going on and what can we expect. Is it just going to continue to get worse or can we expect something better? All right, so I think St. Germain's ready to answer this question. So I'm going to turn it over to him and I'll talk with you later.
1: Yes, Robert. That is a
0: very interesting question, of course, you see that things are in upheaval. Very strange things are happening in your political system the Even the Republicans are accusing each other of sounding stupid, <laughs> and that is a new a new phenomenon for sure. You're right. Things are changing. Everything is changing. As the energy levels have risen on Gaia, we are now firmly into the fourth dimension, which is a lighter, brighter dimension, greater access to Mother, Father, God, and to the spirit world for all of you. You may feel your intuitions rising, your sense of connection, your spirituality becoming more profound, deepening. This is also happening to people in the political arena. So the decent and good people are feeling stronger, more secure in their stand, less willing to compromise with insanity, and at the same time, the dark hats are frantic and are trying every trick in the book they can think of to try to throw a wrench in the works, to create chaos, to discredit your president, And anyone he happens to appoint or show even a liking toward, they're desperate. And they have truly gone out on a limb, in some cases said things that are so ridiculously foolish that people are beginning to see that there really is a method in their madness, and that is simply to take down the government. That's why we call them dark hats. They're not really sticking up for something that they believe in. They're simply doing the bidding of the wealthy corporations who elected them. So they're employees of the largest corporations whose names I'm sure you are familiar with. At the top of the list is the banking industry and the oil and gas industry. These are basically the people who run the government at this point. There are those who are trying to create a counterweight to their obscene laws that they try to pass and their social restrictions that are designed to take us back to the Middle Ages. They will not win. The forces of light have aligned against the dark hats succeeding this time. Some of you may be familiar with the story of Atlantis. Atlantis was a great tragedy that happened because people were overtaken by their interest in greed and power. They began to use their very technologically sophisticated equipment for military purposes. And when they did that, it created an irreversible, disastrous scenario. In which their civilization was destroyed. At the time, there were very few who were still holding out for decency and fairness and peace. Your civilization, on the other hand, has been swept up in darkness, has been co opted by what your Your President Eisenhower called the military-industrial complex. But the numbers are not so great this time. Many of you, many of you have prayed for peace. Many of you, on a regular basis, meditate, ask for help, call for our assistance, and we hear your voices. Mother, Father, God... And all the ascended masters and enlightened beings have responded. This time it was decided by the great councils that it would not be permitted that planet Earth be allowed to descend into chaos. This time there has been an intervention because you asked us to, because so many of you tipped the balance to create light and love in such a way that we were allowed then to intervene on your behalf. You understand that you have a contract with Mother, Father, God, and the others that there will be no intervention in your lives because you have free will unless we are asked and we were asked so this time there will be interventions there will be help you will not descend into chaos into complete environmental disaster the way it has happened on planet earth several times before this time the people of light have a line together to help each other and to call for our help and it will be given, just as in the financial community you will see arrests you will see scandals you are already begin to see it in the beginning to see it in the political world more and more people who are hypocritical and speak out of both sides of their mouths are being called to account. Not on the mainstream media still, unfortunately. But there are very good reporters. There are, um, you probably know of MSNBC and the, the people there who have been working hard to get the real information out. The Ed Show is one of them. He works very closely with us. And we tend to give information and encouragement to those who are listening. And several of them are very intuitive and follow our lead and are uncovering any number of political scandals and contradictions where one senator will have proposed a law three months ago and then when Obama proposes it, they come out against it. This is ridiculous and you're seeing it. And it's being exposed. The other thing that's going to be exposed are the people who preach moralistic values and then are... Found uh, hobnobbing with the underworld, or having sexual liaisons in very suspicious places and with people who might be dangerous to security, all these things will be revealed, so I assure you, there is help. we are helping. And this medium that we're using with you to get this information across to you, this wonderful radio show possibility and the Internet where we can send you messages, this is going to increase the power of the people. This is why I'm doing this, because I am a champion of the people, and I want to help And when I send you the information that you need, it will empower you. So take heart, people. Times will get better. And when you find that there is a cordial, cooperative environment around you, in the workplace, in politics, in your community meetings, Life gets better. You will not feel deprived when you're surrounded by love. And the love quotient, the light quotient, is rising. We're happy to answer your questions. We enjoy speaking with you. I hope I've answered Robert's question that things are definitely changing in the political arena. Thank you, Robert, for your very uh, appropriate and timely question. And now I will turn this talk over to Catherine. She will come back and see if there are other questions for me to answer. This is fun. Stay tuned. Namaste. (laughs) This is Catherine. That's lovely. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to check, see if we have any more questions. I'll give you a little piece of music for a moment, and then I'll be right back. This is Catherine. We're back. And we have a very interesting another email question. I forgot to give you the call-in number in case there's anyone else who wants to call in. 760-683-2637. Feel free to call in. You might have time to get in another question. So here's one from... Eileen in California. Her question is very interesting. It has to do with personal improvements and how we can... She's asking for specific insights about how we can work individually to uplift society. Um, I can't quite read... The writing here, but I think it's um on an individual basis. What can we do on our own to help change the environment around us, in our communities, in our families? So she's asking for specific insights of what we can do individually. So that's a terrific question. I'm gonna turn it over now to Saint Germain and see what suggestions he has. Okay, here's St. Germain. Yes, thank you, Eileen. Oh, there's so much I can tell you about this subject. We don't have a lot of time left, but I'll begin. And perhaps we can continue this question next week because it's a very good one and one that we can offer you some real help. You will notice that each of you, as I said before, is beginning to experience greater intuition, a deeper connection to your own spirituality. This is wonderful. This is the effect of the energy that came to us on December 21st. In that process of feeling that intense and light-filled energy that washed over the planet and is continuing to come through to the planet, each one of you has raised your consciousness. Now, of course, the people who listen to this kind of program will be the ones who are aware and who are more conscious of their progress and their wish to evolve and ascend. But it's happening to everyone. Some are ignoring it. Some are denying it. But it's there nevertheless. So the ones who are able to open their hearts and open their minds as you wish to do, will be able to move faster, ascend higher in terms of dimensions. Not actually physical height, but it feels that way. So as you work through the symptoms you may have been having as a result of the ascension, you may find you're more open, you're more available, and you're probably friendlier. Although sometimes it may make you feel a little touchy and a little disturbed at what you see around you, nevertheless, you too are raising your level of light. I'm going to give you a brief exercise to do, and we'll practice it again next week. I also have asked Catherine to write this down and to post it on her blog. So there will be an exercise there for you to do, too, that you can practice during the week. And this is an exercise that you can do every day for the rest of your life, and it will help you every time you do it. So let's begin Many of you are aware, probably most of you know where your chakras are. So if you're sitting in a chair, align yourself so that you feel the alignment from your crown chakra, the top of your head, through your third eye, your throat chakra, your heart, your solar plexus, your sexual energy and your base. Now feel the light shining down through your brain all the way down through your body. Feel the channel of light that passes through each of those chakra centers all the way down through your body and then down from your base chakra down into the earth to connect with the heart of Mother Gaia breathe that light feel it pouring down over you inside and out but as you open that channel that channel where the light pours down from Mother Father God from the universe Into your body is the channel where your soul resides. It's also the place of your inner strength. Breathe that inner strength. Feel it in your heart. You use the word, many of you, heart, to mean strength. feel that each one of you has the ability to emanate light and by doing that to affect the atmosphere around you. If you do this exercise before you go to work in the morning, before you encounter your family, those of you who have children, if you do this exercise before you meet your children in the morning or during the day, they will feel it. The people around you will feel the light emanating from you and it will affect them. It will help to raise their vibration. And in turn, they will return your love. Some will find it a little harder than others. A grumpy boss It may take a little while longer but you may begin to feel all of a sudden people are a little friendlier seem to behave a little differently towards you. People who've been rude in the past will begin to be more considerate and the more you emanate light the more impact you have. Now next week I will add to this exercise and show you how you can increase your light even more and use it to manifest the dreams, the most precious dreams that you have for yourself and for the planet. And now, I'm going to bid you farewell. It's time to say so long for today, I will turn the turn the lines over to our co host Ellen, who will say the goodbyes for us today. Thank you for coming one and all. I am Saint Germain, Namaste.
1: Thank you, St. Germain, and thank you, Dr. Catherine. Um, this is Ellen, and I just wanted to say thank you all for joining us today on Blog Talk Radio. It was a really wonderful hour, and glad we got to share it together. So many great questions. Thank you so much, and a special thanks to St. Germain. We'll be on live next Sunday at 3 p.m. We'll put it on your calendars. And a reminder... Um, if you didn't get your questions in today, please call us in next week. And remember to follow Dr. Katherine at whoneedslight.org on blog. So have a wonderful day, everyone, and we'll see you next week. Bye now.
0: Goodbye, everyone.